Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Courier of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. Hello again, everybody. Wally Langfellow with you on the Coaches Show. And coach, uh, off to an 0-4 start. Uh, but you have uh, gone up against teams that uh, don't lose many football games. 15-1, and the combined record of the four teams that you have played. So you've played three teams that are unbeaten, one team that is beaten just once, and uh, the loss to Wayne State um, puts you back in that category because uh, they ran out to a, an early lead and never looked back. 48-21 the final. Um, when you're giving up 48 points, um, what is the difference? I mean, how do you stop a team that is putting up that kind of uh, those kind of offensive numbers? Yeah, I mean, a lot of credit to Wayne State. They're a heck of an offense. They have probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, very athletic, multi or dual threat player. Um, a very good scheme. Great staff has done a nice job at Wayne. Uh, last year they beat uh, Mankato, Winona, Duluth, just to give them some credibility. But you know, for us, we had. Um, a lot of checks in last week where we were trying to put our players in the best possible position. So if they were in this formation, we wanted this certain uh, coverage or structure to the coverage. Um, a different formation might be something else. So we're trying to, you know, just really uh, maximize our talent. Um, but we just, we made too many mistakes with those checks and um, we didn't, you know, we didn't control the line of scrimmage well enough or get pressure on our quarterback. Um, and we just got to keep getting better at the details of the assignments. You know, if I got the flat to cur curl the flat area as a defender, I got to be there. If I'm supposed to set the edge of the defense and I got to do a better job of setting the edge of the defense. Um, so they, they just got on top of us a little bit early. And then offensively, we had a fumble uh, in our, within the red zone, 22 yard line, maybe when it was 21 to seven. And after that fumble, when they scored to make it 28, seven, that seemed to be a time where the game somewhat changed. We did win the toss. Uh, we held them on the first drive. We didn't move the ball. Um, our third drive, we made it 14-7 because they had scored on the next two drives. Um, and we were able to move the ball fairly well. But at the same time, we just uh, once you're behind, it just kind of takes you out of your rhythm uh, offensively. Um, I guess that's kind of an excuse too, but Anyway, we just got behind and, and couldn't catch up and they had a good crowd and good environment. And I think there's home field advantage at every place, including Concordia. And uh, we have to learn to play better on the road and certainly take advantage of being at home. How do you keep your players focused on what you need them to be focused on when you're in a game like that, when you get down big um, and, and you still want to accomplish things? You, you probably know you're not going to come back and win when you're down 34 to seven, but what, uh, what are some of the things you're talking to them about uh, going forward in that ball game? That's a good question. You know, that goes through my mind oftentimes, you know, just what is the best response um, to those situations? But I think it comes down to having really good leaders that we have. Like we have some high character kids that understand uh, what it takes to be successful. And we try to study people that are successful and study um, the ways that people do business in life, um, you know, there's a lot of great successful people that uh, were down at one point and at the, at, you know, in a desperate spot, all of a sudden things turn for them. Um, you know, we talk about faith a lot. You have to have faith 
in what you, you know, don't see and uh, faith in what you hope for. So we, we talk about, you know, the faith piece, but ultimately it's like when you're in a situation, like what's the next best response? That's really, that's really the main thing. So, you know, you have choices to make all the time. You can, you can feel sorry for yourself and have a woe is me mentality, or you can strap it back on and go fight and, and show the character that we have. And that's just to stay persistent, relentless, um, and try to get the players to focus on the one play at a time as end coaches. Like we have to do a better job of, you know, putting all our energy into that next play, the one we're present in, forget what happened in the past. Don't worry about the next play. Um, take the outcomes out of the equation and just focus on my assignment, what I have to do right now. And, and that's where we're trying to get the focus, but we're really fortunate to have a high uh, character group of guys. And they, we, we probably had, maybe the best week of practice yet this year after you know that game and um you know i'm expecting us only to get better one big positive that i i noticed in going through the notes the golden bears lead the league in fewest penalty yards it tells me in a, in a lot of situations you're going to be an if you're an zero and four football team uh you're going to be taking penalties because you're not you're not able to stop people. You're making mistakes that, you know, you're overcompensating for what you can't do physically or what you're not doing mentally uh, by taking penalties, but you guys have not been penalized the least penalized team in the league. You've got to be happy with that. If for no other reason that it does show that there's some mental focus on, on what's going on on the field. Absolutely. That's one of the focal points. You know, we used to be a, a heavily penalized team and we're trying to become more disciplined. I feel like we are. Um, I think we are a better team than we've been. You know, unfortunately, the record doesn't always show that progress. Um, but we, we've been doing a good job of staying disciplined. And, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing is we just have to continue to, you know, perform our assignments with, with greater detail. Um, that's the next step in that discipline. But, yes, it's an important statistic. It shows the discipline of the players. Um, we're not, you know, stooping to any levels of, of nonsense on the field. Um, we had a couple of fouls this past week, but they were, you know, they were uh, just playing aggressively. Um, so we, we want to continue that trend. We really do want to reduce the turnovers. The turnovers have been something we, we have to eliminate. We have to stop the run better. We're giving up too many running yard, you know, rushing yards. Um, we do get a couple of guys back here uh, from injury, Brad Walker, um, who's one of our best interior defense alignment. He comes back this week in, in a limited role. So as we as we do that, you know, get some of these guys back from uh, him, particularly back, that's going to help us in that quest to stop the run better. We have an outside linebacker that just got also um, cleared yesterday, um, a sandbacker, uh, Carson Biglin, who's been out with the second ACL tear, but worked extremely hard to get back. And, you know, next week he might be in the mix. Um, so I think and, and expecting us to keep making improvements, and we want to, you know, just keep building on the things that are going well. And, um, and, and we need another opportunity to, to showcase some of the improvements that we're making. Okay. Um, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to a couple of your players, uh, Brandon Hilgeman and Sam Marshallik are waiting on deck. We'll get to them. And then when you and I come back after that, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, Mankato this week's homecoming game in St. Paul. We are talking to head coach Shannon Courier right here on the Coaches Show. Back with more from Coach Courier after this timeout.
Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow with you, and we are joined now by senior center Sam Marshalik. He is from just outside of the Green Bay area, and he joins us here on The Coach's Show now. Uh, Sam, um, let's get right to the heart of the matter. 0-4 start for you guys. Uh, Obviously, this is not where you want to be wins and losses-wise. But um, give me an idea of if, if and where you think some progress has been made since day one um, for the team as a whole. Sure. I mean, yes. Like you said, obviously, um, you know, 0-4 is not where you want to be um, as a team. But I think this team has taken tremendous steps um, in a few areas. Uh, number one is the culture. Obviously, I think leadership on this team and the culture that we've um, – we've instilled in the past year uh, has shown volumes. Uh, We've made strides in terms of staying in games. I think last year when we got down, it was hard to maintain that mentality. Um, When we, when we got down early in games and this year uh, we're fighting a lot harder, which is what you want to see, obviously. And um, I know this team can turn some of those L's and those close uh, losses into victories coming up. Uh, So I have faith that we can do that. And I, uh, um, but we still need to progress into turning into a team that doesn't get down early and um, doesn't have to worry about trying to claw back into the game because we come out swinging right away. Tell me a little bit about um, that offensive line, how you guys have come together, what that unit is like. And if you sure. feel like uh, what's, what's going on with the O-line is, uh, is headed the right direction. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we got, we have some guys, we have a lot of guys on our offensive line um, this year that have, played in the past right last year we had a little bit of a younger line we had some seniors on there but it was a little bit younger and unexperienced um and I believe this year we have a lot of those guys that got first reps last year um kind of stepping more into a leadership role and I believe that this line is meshing a lot better uh than last year's offensive line did um we're working more cohesively we're working more together and that was kind of a big point that our coach our offensive line coach pushed this year was that whatever we do we do together um which i think is going to keep progressing and will uh um will show volumes in games to come as the center do you have all the line calls and do you like that responsibility um how how does it work at concordia yeah so uh on our line, we have a, a bunch of different calls that we have to make. Our tackles have a few calls that they have to make in terms of pressures from the outside. Um, but for the most part, when uh, when pass set, like when pass protection calls are made, um, uh, mic calls are made for who we have to uh, designate the most dangerous threat and run blocking. That's usually my job. Um, and you know, uh, when I first took the role on, um, and during the COVID year, I was a little bit nervous about that because obviously as a younger player um, in 2019 and 2018, um, I didn't really have to worry about that as a guard. Um, So I was very nervous about that to begin with, but as I've kind of matured and progressed into the role more um, it's become a lot more natural, but there is a lot more responsibility because you have to make sure that we're setting the play call to the right direction to the right guy. And if there's changes or blitzes or um, 
or whatnot, we, I have to account for that. So there's a little bit more responsibility, but um, I feel natural in that role now. We are also joined now in the uh, Zoom room for uh, this week's interview by Braden Hilgeman. Uh, Braden is um, a Micah linebacker uh, from Marshall, Minnesota. Braden, um, if you can hear me, uh, why don't you jump in here and tell me a little bit about um, what the defense has been focusing on. You guys gave up a, a boatload of points last week. Obviously, that can't happen again this week, but uh, what are some of the things you guys have been focusing on in practice this week? Uh, yeah, last week, I think our biggest problem was just communication, and we had a good week of practice. So I don't know if the long road trip just affected that or whatnot, but going into this week, we're cutting back on some checks and we're really focusing on uh, communicating to each other better so that we know our responsibilities. Any positives from the, the long road trip? I mean, are you guys able to bond a little bit better? Did you have some things going on maybe that uh, you had some fun with to try and, you know, keep this team as cohesive as possible? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think just hanging out in the hotel rooms. We spent uh, all Friday night together uh, in the hotel rooms on the bus ride together. It's a six-hour bus ride, so... Um, just watching other college football games going on and talking football. It was a good way to get to know the older guys that I might not know as well. What year are you, Brandon? I'm a sophomore. Uh, junior, sophomore. but sophomore athletically, yep. Okay. So you were at Marshall when Trey Lance had just graduated? or when Yeah, he... uh, I was a sophomore when he was a senior. So, so, I you, played do, so, you, do have, so you so you do know him a little bit then? Yep, just a little bit. And what, what kind of player was he when, uh, when you were at Marshall? Yeah, I think he was that kind of guy that um, demanded accountability from guys. Uh, he was a great leader, and obviously that translated to being an NFL quarterback. So uh, it was awesome being around him, being around his dad as a coach, um, getting to know football a little better around him. Yeah. Um, Sam, one last question for you. Um, uh, this weekend you guys have – uh, homecoming game you got another tough opponent I mean it just <laughs> there's no kidding around in this conference uh, this is a three and one Minnesota State team what's been uh, what exactly has been your guys focus as a team going into this uh, homecoming yeah. matchup um, I mean obviously in the past they've been national contenders in prior years um, but our coaches all week uh, approach the game and look at the team as players, not the whole um, team in Cato state as a daunting kind of uh, giant, like in this league. Um, but they told us to approach like just and just like they're all, they're all players, right? They'll do like we do. So um, we've been really focused on uh, making sure we don't be intimidated by that. Flustered by that. Along with that, we've been making sure to clean up kind of, uh, what we made mistakes on the past few weeks because we don't have the luxury now uh, as an own four team to make mistakes, right? And so to claw back into this uh, league and to kind of get a few wins on the on the uh, score sheet, we need to uh, play uh, penalty free football. We need to play fundamentally sound football um, so we can do uh, what's needed to be done to get a win. Yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, good luck on homecoming uh, Saturday, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again uh, later on this season. Thank you. Thank you. All right. They are Brendan Helgeman and Sam Marshellick here on the Coaches Show. More with head coach Shannon Courier after this timeout.
Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show continues along. Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier. Coach, uh, this week you roll into this homecoming match with Minnesota State Mankato, um, a team that has, (laughs) they have a long and storied history of uh, not only winning in this conference, but winning on a national level. Uh, We were looking at um, the rosters of the uh, two teams playing in the Vikings game this past Sunday. And there were three kids from Minnesota State Mankato that were playing in that game this past Sunday at the, um, the Minnesota Vikings win over Detroit. And there was only one University of Minnesota player. Gives you an idea of the kind of talent that they have been able to generate over the years. Absolutely, they're a good program. Uh, Coach Hoffer and his staff have done a phenomenal job. Uh, they have one of our former coaches, Houston Jones, who uh, coached our quarterbacks and, and helped coordinate the offense a few years ago. He's on their staff as the wide receiver coach. Um, so we have a tremendous amount of respect for their staff. Obviously, you know, Minnesota State's a, a great environment, um, and they've been able to you know, get things cracking ever since they moved from the NCC to the NSIC. And, uh, you know, Winning helps recruiting, and they've been doing a lot of that. And we're just trying to, um, you know, knock them off that pedestal here. And it's it, they, they create the motivation for us because they have set the standard, and we're trying to build our program to be one that can compete uh, with them every single year. It's been a while since Concordia's, you know, been able to, to get the upper hand. 2012 was the last time that Concordia's beat Mankato. So we're excited about the opportunity here on homecoming, and, it's, it's the best possible environment, you know, to play them um, in front of the biggest crowd and, and, and the energy and the things that come with homecoming. We're excited for the opportunity. So tell me about this year's uh, edition of Minnesota State. They're three and one coming into um, Saturday's game. Yeah, they've been really, really phenomenal in special teams. That's really stood out um, against Bemidji State. They had two punt returns that that were returned inside the 10-yard line to set up scores. Uh, they had a, a block punt as well against Northern State. They blocked a punt for a safety. That's their only loss. They lost by one. Had they recovered it, you know, that would have been a touchdown. Um, they returned a kick uh, or a punt uh, to Duluth. They beat Duluth 17-14, but one of their scores was a punt return. So it starts there. We got to play really, really well in special teams and keep them from returning our punts. I think that a punt return against us last year as well. So that's an emphasis. Offensively, they run the football well. They got a good offensive line and good backs. Um, you know, they they create different formations to gain the leverage. So we're going to have to stop the run. That's the, that's the, the biggest uh, um, focal point on defense. And then from our offensive standpoint, you know, they're a solid defense. Uh, we're going to have to create some big plays. Not many teams are going four yards a pop on their defense. You know, the teams that have scored, when they score, it's, it's usually set up by a, a big play within that drive. So we got to keep pounding and hopefully find ways to create some big plays too or bust a tackle. Um, 
so it's a solid, solid football team, and uh, they're 3-1 and for a reason. Uh, last week against Wayne State, Jalen Richardson averaged 5.6 yards per carry, so 10 carries for 56 yards. Are you able to perhaps slow the game down a little bit and get him the ball more? Uh, I mean, if you're getting 5.6 yards per carry, it tells me that, uh, you know, he's able to do some damage on the ground. Absolutely. We have to run the football more and we have to get him more carries, um, you know, hopefully towards 20 carries. But that's that's uh, that's a great point. He's making big plays for us when he's getting the ball. And he's been a great leader, too, for us, like really has been one of those guys that's uh, helped lead the team to working harder and taking the, you know, having higher expectations of practice. Uh, so he's not just toting the ball for successfully on the field. He's really done a tremendous job as a leader, investing in other players' lives and, and making a huge difference here. Uh, but we, we definitely have to get him the ball more, you know, this Saturday. Uh, you mentioned um, that Walker is coming back this week off of injury. Uh, give me an update on uh, other players that um, were injured perhaps last week that we that may or may not play this Saturday. Yeah, we have you know, Nathan Gimza went out in the um, – the game against Sioux Falls, and he's questionable but doubtful for Saturday. But fortunately, he's really working hard to come back, does all the right things, you know, in the training room. Uh, Carson Biglin is a, a, a Sam outside linebacker that's been out for us, uh, tore his ACL a second time last year and just was cleared yesterday. So that's that's big news. Um, we also have uh, Connor Weiss, another defensive end that's a senior uh, that was cleared two days ago. Uh, he had a torn pec muscle that's missed all the games thus far. Uh, Dunstan Levine, a guard that's in our mix, a redshirt freshman guard that had a good spring. He also had knee surgery in the summer, and he also came back this week uh, to start practice. So, you know, we're, um, you know, we lost uh, one of our running backs, Ethan Falonico, who's kind of a, a fullback type uh, player for us. Um, fortunately, it's not for the season, but he has an injury that's going to keep him out a couple weeks. Um, but other than that, you know, knock on wood, we're, we're doing a good job of, of staying healthy and our players are taking care of themselves well. And, you know, even though we are on four, the culture of the program is, is not night and day from where it's been. Just guys are doing a really good job of doing the right things on and off the field. We get a lot of compliments and, and uh, you know, praises about how our guys conduct themselves off the field in the classroom. Um, and Concordia was rewarded that we were the, the university that had the greatest sportsmanship last year um, amongst the NSIC team. So we're just um, real blessed to have the quality kids we have here. And now we just want it to translate on the field and, and get a big win. Um, speaking of big wins, this is homecoming this weekend. Um, you always want to win your homecoming game because you know you're going to have alumni there that uh, have high hopes of the, of the team doing well. Um, tell folks a little bit about what uh, some of the goings on during homecoming that uh, on Saturday that, that they can take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, our focus uh, from the football end of things is just on the game and doing what we can to win the game, but there is a carnival. Concordia does a phenomenal job creating a great experience for, for all fans, but especially our alums and their families. We have a carnival on campus with you know, all the, um, the carnival food, you know, the, the rides. Um, so people have a great experience there. Uh, we just have a couple of fireworks, you know, at the beginning of the game. Um, and, and just a lot of alumni, former players and, and former students that come back here and create just a good environment. We have a Hall of Fame um, banquet that morning. We have two former players being inducted in the Hall of Fame 
uh, from a long time ago. And um, so we're, you know, it, it comes all that, but again, for us to be at our best, we have to focus on, Hey, how do we play our best football? Um, and that's, that's where our team is at. And that's where our staff is at. And we're just really excited about the opportunity to, you know, to play in Mankato, Minnesota state, I should say, I, I keep referring to their previous name, but Minnesota state, um, we're excited about the opportunity to play them on Saturday. Well, coach, um, we wish you well on Saturday against uh, Minnesota state Mankato. And, um, we will talk to you again next week on the coaches show. I appreciate it. Thank you. And have a phenomenal weekend. All right. He is Shannon Courier, the head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia, St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of The Coach's Show. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coach's Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.